It is October 9th, and there are three Game 5s coming our way to today. Let's talk all about it. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for talking uh, baseball with us for a little bit. Clicking play, hanging out. We appreciate it. We appreciate all our Patreon subscribers. The two sponsoring today's episode are Choi and Lawrence Carbone. Lawrence Carbone. Those are our most recent Patreon subscribers. $2 a month really helps us out. We appreciate it. Patreon.com slash John Boy Media. My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey. I got my co-host Jake in Denver on a nice stormy morning here in New Jersey. How's the weather there? Ooh, it's uh it's nice. It's about to we're having our first shot of and this will get a laugh out of you because I know you're still well, you got a full dose of fall yesterday, but um we're getting a quick Denver's pretty weird. We're getting a quick hit of winter. Um, tomorrow, so things are starting to cool down. Tomorrow's going to hit like, uh, there's rumors of flurries tomorrow and then it's going to, and then it's going to go back up to 70, um, like the next day. So yeah, I could never live in uh, Denver. A little, uh, a little volatile. You'd love it, man. 300 days of sunshine. Why would I like that? I hate sunshine. You like the sun as long as it's not hot. I mean, I'm. I woke up today. It's overcast oh. and rainy. I'm excited. I like. I like swift seasons and then no intermingling. Like, give me fall for th- Seattle. You're a Seattle guy. No, no, no. That's just rain nonstop. <laughs> I like the Northeast a lot. I live in a lot of places. I like the Northeast a lot. Chicago has no spring. Northeast, it goes winter yeah. to summer. Bam. Give me yeah. four even seasons, and you don't fuck around in between them. Snow and then 70 the next day. Come on. Get out of here. There's a true Northeast argument out there that Jersey's not the Northeast. Well, I mean, it's not New England. It's the Northeast. Mid-Atlantic. You get, you get, you start arguing with the people from Biddeford. Whew. Where's Biddeford? I think it's in Maine. Just a good Northeast oh. town. South Jersey probably isn't. I think it would be, Jersey would be cut in half. I love it. Yeah. You love the games yesterday. I mean, I know you have a burn of the Rays game. We got one game to recap, two games to preview. We've had we're gonna have five elimination games in like a two week yeah. span. So it's been really fun playoff baseball. Yeah, it just sucks when a game goes exactly how everyone thinks it's gonna go, like yesterday. But everyone knew. Hey, there's some there's some big things that happen in this Rays game yesterday. And maybe they matter, maybe they don't. But it may, it changed a lot of things in the way the in the way the Astros move forward, which I think is really interesting. Do you have a burn? Do you want to burn it first? I've always got a burn, baby. Here we go. Rays versus Houston. Rays on the brink of elimination for the second time in two days. On your mark, get set, burn. Game four in Tampa as the Rays go opener day with the chill bra, San Diego Castillo against the varsity ace, JV, Justin Verlander. Top one, it's going to be tough to beat my Rays because we are family. Tommy Pham goes all Caddyshack with a gopher ball in the first, and that was just the start. What you darn know about me? What you, what you darn know about me? RBI single for Travis. Joey Tribbiani Wendell says, we're friends and family with an RBI double. Three-nothing raise after the first baseball Susan. Verlander would labor through the first few innings. Then Willie Adamez says, I thought you were a damn ace. Deep to left center and call him right, said Fred, because he did a little turn on the catwalk. It's 4 nothing Rays. Houston shut out until the 8th when we have the first participant in the Chirinos Bowl. Yanni Chirinos got some work in the pin, but Robinson goes oppo taco. 4-1 Rays. 
that would be your final. Castillo to Yarborough to Anderson to Poche to Pagan to Snell. See you in Houston for Game 5 on Thursday. Who doggy? Ooh, what you know about me? What, 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 what you know about me? My lip gloss is popping. My lip gloss is cool. What you know about me? It's a great song. Top song. My lip gloss is popping. Notice get, it. Get that going on the uh, the Spotify or YouTube, wherever you listen to your music. Who sings that? No idea. I think it's a, a female like rapper that went by Lil something. Sure. My lip gloss is popping. Lil Mama. Lil Mama. <laughs> Lil Mama. I knew it. I was all over it. Didn't she have one more track that 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 bumped? I don't know. This is what stuff th- I guess. This is what the people came for. Yeah. Uh, Lil Mama. She was born on October fourth, nineteen eighty nine. So she just recently turned thirty one. Congratulations or thirty. Thirty. 30. Um. I don't know. This isn't worth it. This no. game was good. This game was good. Um, this game was baseball. You can chalk it up how, however you want. Um, the Rays come out in the first. And, Jim, I think the first thing that I, I want to kick off to you, and I, I saw you tweet and mini take a lump, but not really take a lump because they still got to do it during the season at one time. But how about the how about the Trop? Yeah, it's good. Trop was rocking. It was good, man. Um. Yeah, I, I've never had issue with the fans of Tampa. Well, actually, the ones on on Twitter, yeah. I do. <laughs> yeah. But that's a select few. I mean, that's that's literally ten anonymous high schoolers on Twitter that troll that sure. troll me, and they don't even troll me. They're just dumb. They don't understand like humor and jokes, so they get well. Upset. We have Major League Baseball, and anyone that's a fan of the sport has problems with the Rays fans not filling the stadium. Yeah, but they don't. But that's because they don't realize. I think once you realize how bad that stadium is to get to, and you're really like, would you drive an hour and a half to go watch a game in that stadium? I wouldn't. Well. It's not an hour and a half to get there. That's what they say. They say with traffic, it's like an hour I mean, minimum. maybe one person <laughs> doesn't live there, but... No, no, that's what everyone in Tampa says. I mean, I've been I've been filled to the teeth with this conversation. Yeah, my girlfriend's family lives in Tampa, so... But, yeah. But there's the bridges, and then it's a dump. Like, I, even if that's my home stadium, I don't think I'd go watch games there. Right, that's the big... Mark question. Cuban was recently asked, like, when he took over the uh, Mavs, he was like, what... What did it? What were your like ideas? And he was like, "Well, first I had to convince the people with the money what we're selling. Like we're not selling a winning team. We're not selling you know star players. We're selling a fun experience for families and tourists and people to come to and have a fun night." And I mean, I've talked to so many people that go to Tampa games, and they're like, half their concessions are closed. So, like, the right field, outfield concessions looks like a ghost town, which is very eerie. He's like, it's empty, and it's like a high school game. So, like, they're not selling an experience at all. But last night was really wild. Like, that was fun. They were loud. They They stayed loud for a while. So, that was good. Yeah. So, that, A, that was cool. Uh, the trop was rocking as always for my rays. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, they, the, the place is going nuts. Uh, Castillo, we mentioned the opener effect. He gets through the first inning. I think they got one base runner on, but he, uh, his, his two seamer when it's right, it's, uh, it's pitch ninja gold. Um, second day referencing that, but his, his one fastball that struck at Altuve went viral, started outside corner Ended up would have hit Altuve if he didn't swing at it. He hits a lot um, of so guys. So once they I feel did, like. yeah, Castillo or Altuve? Castillo because that two seamer is like a ninety-nine mile per hour two seamer. I don't know if he hits a lot of guys, but I feel like there's always like a very dangerous pitch. I think batters are very nervous in the box with him, I which kind of should be, and that's sh- part of the goal actually. But yeah, yeah, it's a good um, thing for him. And then, so they get through that, they get the momentum, and then they come out in the first. And uh, I want to give, I, I do want to give credit to Perzinski and Girardi, although I think you and I are going to talk about this in a different line in a little bit. But 
they were all over it. I, I almost turned into Jinx Twitter because Verlander didn't look right. But they were all over it, and it was actually their best analysis of the game. And they were like, Verlander can't get a fastball down. Um, and he's not even coming close to his spots. And they're like, at, A.J. Brzezinski was saying, anytime I worked with a pitcher on short rest, the concern was never their velocity, it's finding their location. And Verlander never had his location. I thought, because it's Justin Verlander, and this is how you're trained to think as baseball fans, that he was going to get through, find a spot, and get out and run. It never happened. There's two thoughts here. There's Girardi and Przinsky and Verlander. Uh, Verlander didn't look right, and it's it's changes their plans for the ALCS because if they don't pitch him on short rest, now that means they have to use a fourth starter. They don't really have a fourth starter. Yeah. So that changes that, and the fact that they have to go game five now with Cole means Cole's not available for one and two, which means it's probably Granky one, Verlander two, and that would line Granky up for. Six or seven on normal rest. I think seven. I think five. Granky five, Verlander six, Cole seven. That's what it would be? Cole three? Yeah. Okay. But it changes their rotation. Yeah. I mean, the the Yankees in theory could, if they were to somehow win in six games, if Houston advances, which, by the way, ain't a lock, um... Yeah, I mean Houston. This I, I there is a little bias leaking out. Um, my my Yankee Yankee blue is coming out of my side a little bit, but I think, however, this division series sorts out. I think that game four of the ALCS, ALDS, excuse me, is going to be impactful in the ALCS. Whether it's Houston having to move things around or if it's Tampa doing the damn thing. Tampa winning is, is is a wild thought. But it, the odds are still very much in Houston's favor, but who knows? I Tampa has has glass now, and I thought they were going to save Snell to go glass now, Snell, Penn, but they're probably just going to go glass now to Penn. Like, like all their best pitchers have to get in this game. Like Diego Castillo has to be yeah, in it's, there. Yeah, it's, it's gla- glass no to Penn, um, and we'll we'll talk about that in the next Talking Baseball. That's a preview, guys. Oh, um, yeah. But... Uh, I think Snell will be available out of the pen too. So I, I mean, it's all how you how you want to look at it. I think he will be, but like, is, are they going to go to him over some of those weapons they have that have been doing it? I mean, he essentially closed the game. So yeah, <laughs> I know that was kind of wild. I closed. I I ended the <laughs> yeah. game after the eighth. So and I was done. I mean, in theory, in theory, I think. There's there's an argument to be made. I'll say that so I don't corner myself. But there's an argument to be made that Blake Snell is their most talented pitcher. Yeah. So I'm trying to do well. There's an easy argument. Cy Young. Yeah, you want to Cy Young? <laughs> I'm trying to do the the rotation for the Astros. Cole Verlander, off day Granky. So then it have to be fourth starter. Then Cole game five, Verlander six. Hey, they got to advance, buddy. I know, but it does change what they would like to do. Yes. So then it would it would be Granky two times in the first five games, which is much better than Cole two times in the first five games. Yeah, if you're if you're Houston, I mean, you're not. If you're Houston, you're having a bad time right now. All the pressure is now on you. I, we got to get more into this game. <laughs> uh. Yeah, what do you want to talk about this game? We want to talk about Brzezinski and Girardi. If I was an Astros fan, I would have hated this broadcast. Yeah. But as a third party, I liked it. And I tweeted that, and people kind of didn't understand what I meant. Like, they were being brutally honest. Yeah. And if you're an Astros fan, you'd just be like, dude, shut the fuck up right now. Shut the fuck up right now. I'm trying to watch this game. Like, yeah, he looks off. Shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, the the Verlander thing, they did, they did end up beating the dead horse on it by... Because, I mean, he he was letting a lot of traffic on the bases, and, I mean, he's in there in the fourth inning. So that was four innings of Justin Verlander doesn't look right, and it's like, okay, guys. Um, yeah, even as a non-Astros fan, that was that was a little intense. Uh, yeah, you and you you caught that one clip where um, the the Buccaneers tight end, O.J. Howard, caught the ball, and Brzezinski's like, look at that. And Girardi's like, in, in the bullpen, if I was Houston, <laughs> it's like, whoa. They don't like um, each other. It's, it's pretty clear. 
I'm still I'm still looking for the person besides his mother, who we mentioned on, enough on the broadcast. But who's out there at home clamoring for AJ Pruszynski to be on the broadcast? Maybe White Sox fans. Some of the insights good. Like maybe some I like I do I did like how the play by play guy totally steps aside and let and yeah. let Girardi and Pruszynski have a conversation in between, and they're talking about nitty gritty. Like it's not dumb stuff. There's one part where. Um, uh, what was the pitcher for the Rays? Was it Castillo early in the game? He threw a three. He threw a three-one slider. It was like the second inning. Threw a three. He threw a three-zero slider that went for ball four. And Girardi was like, "Oh, that's a gutsy pitch." And Pruszynski was like, "Why the hell would you do that? If it's a solo shot, you're still up two early in the game." He's like, "I would never call that pitch." And I was like. Usually people beat around the bush, so I did appreciate that. This was the, yeah. this was the most I enjoyed Przinsky, but him and Girardi didn't get along. At one point, Przinsky said, "I didn't have to split time with Posada like you," just like kind of a brutal deck. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then later on, Przinsky it hit the catwalk, and Przinsky's like that hit the catwalk, guys. And Joe's Joe's like, "How did you know that?" And she goes, "I watched the ball," and Joe yeah. goes, "Oh, I watched the fielders," and it was a little bit like of a. Who's the better broadcaster off? Where are we supposed yeah. to be watching? It was awkward. It's two uh two two catchers, too many chiefs in the room a little bit, but um yeah, it it, it had it had a couple highs that you were like, Yeah, this is cool, and then the rest of it was kinda like, eee, this is this is tough. Yeah. Um Jim, our rays go Castillo to Yarborough to Anderson to Poche to Pagan. Bless you to Snell. Bless Ooh. you, child. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, we've been on the other end of this. Bullpen days in the trap suck. And the best hitting teams will do poorly against it because they're impossible. God damn it. Yeah. Sneeze attack. Sneeze attack. Um, and yeah, I mean Yarbrough. We've seen the Yarbrough show. He slows things down. Um, just this tough kind of annoying lefty Anderson. Man, that guy is unbelievable. I thought if you told me if you asked me like who's who's the guy in the Rays bullpen that I think would mess up a bullpen day, I would go Anderson. I know he'd been incredible during the regular season. But he just feels like kind of the prototypical, yeah, he found something in the regular season. You're facing the Rays in the sixth, seventh inning, and Nick Anderson mows you down. I figured, like, come playoff time, that story changes. He looks incredible. Um, he looks incredible. And then, yeah, I mean, that uh, you and I have a little bit of a skewed view of Pagan because we saw the Yankees torch him a little bit. But when he's right, he's filthy. Um and yeah, the the only run they get is Poche in his second inning. Um, Chirinos gets him there, <laughs> like clearly the worst hitter um, in the Astros lineup. And it's uh, yeah, this 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 game is the accumulation of if you think you know baseball, you then you just found out you don't know baseball. Snell only threw eight pitches, so I mean, he should be good again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, and I. I think I think they like him later in the game. I think they feel like they have their other bullpen arms can get them where to be, and if they need to get, um, you know, Jordan Alvarez late or that's who they brought him in for, right? Yeah, I I think that's um that's kind of what they're saying. They're 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 not going to give Jordan Alvarez a chance late in a game to beat them. Um, this game mirrored the Twins Yankees game. On on Monday night, with the two screaming shots from Brantley and Reddick right at Choi, and one goes for a double play. It's like just hitting the ball hard. Ray, I think both of them went for a double play. No, the the Reddick one was just a third out, I believe. Was it? I thought I don't know. Um, but yeah, the it was the G Man show too, and we thank him for becoming a Patreon today. I saw that. Um But yeah, G Man has three walks. Um and they were like legit walks too. He was kind of spitting on pitches. They were nice at bats. Um and then the lineouts were 
Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a Houston fan, when you see when you see that first that first line out, you grab the pillow and you just squeeze the hell out of it. That second line out to Choi, you're throwing the pillow. Because that one was a double play. That, yeah, the first one was uh, just Reddick's wasn't. The next one was, and that's like, come on. And then the relay throw was incredible. Yeah, the relay, and I, um, I, I've been telling you all year, mostly on talking Yanks, but it dripped into talking baseball, drip drip. Um, I love Kiermaier. Um, the third base, center field are the positions that speak to me and my soul. Kiermaier, he does some, he does some corny hot doggy things out there. Um, I think it's truly because he is just immensely passionate about being a good defensive center fielder. Um, and that relay throw, I mean, it's, and it's so funny, Jim, you do the things in little league and it's like, all right, you put the glove out here and you're ready for it. So when it hits your glove, you get your body momentum going. The Rays put on a clinic. It was no, there was no funny business. It looked like a Tom Amansky relay. Kiermaier turned and throw hit Adamus on the glove side. Adamus got his body weight into it, crow hopped. It, it was perfect. It was the definition of a perfect relay. Yeah, and then the tag was perfect as well, and it was pissing me off because FS1 wouldn't show a replay like of home plate. They kept showing the, the whole thing, yeah. and I was like, yo, this may be all for naught. Show me if he was safe or not. Like, come the fuck on, and then they never did, and then they never challenged, so I was like, I guess it was obvious, but... Did you end up seeing the the actual play at the plate? Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's nuts. Altuve didn't even get played. Like, the glove just full-on stopped him. It was all of it was perfect. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, it was, it was how you draw it up. Like, uh, Adamus with the turn was crazy. And then the next inning, Garcia hits a home run, right? Was it Garcia's home run? I think it was Adamus. Adamus home run. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been, make it's a, been the Adamus show this year. Make series. a play in the field, hit a home, make a play at the bat. But that's a dagger. That's when, if you're the Astros, you're like, this ain't our game. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going our way today, boys. Um, God, yeah. They, um, Trop was rocking. There, there was that last inning you had the first, like, the Rays were bending, and you're like, oh, no, is this going to be the story that the Rays kind of owned their two games at home, but the, the Houston put some together in the ninth, and that was it? And then, no, they, they held. There was that screecher up the middle, but I think Adamas was right there. And uh, run it back, game five. Yeah. Well, first we got two other game fives. Want to get into those? Sure. Cool. Let's go to the ads if we have any early so a lot of times we don't should i play the music we're getting a new transition one person's gonna be so mad at you well we're getting a new mike rotano who does the music for us said let me make you a real transition song two game fives today jake i'm not even sure what time they start i'm guessing five and eight I can inform you of that information, James. That'd be uh, wonderful. The first game is five. Uh, yep, five on five o two in Atlanta, St. Louis, Atlanta. The second game is eight thirty seven, Washington, at L A. It's got to be for two minute commercial breaks, right? Like whatever was on until five, they go to commercial for two minutes, and the game starts. That commercial, those commercials cost more right before the start of the game. I don't know. It was two minutes before, like, you know, the changing of the... 707. I don't know. No idea why games start when they do. I think it's Openly all we'll commercial rights. So. 705, 707. I don't know. I wonder if it's like they don't want two games starting at the exact same time. So like it's a seven in like the regular season they do that and I think it's nice like they'll have the the six fifty five seven o'clock seven o five seven ten but yeah postseason the ad stuff kind of makes sense I don't know we got Jack Flaherty versus Mike Fultonevitz in Atlanta this is gonna be a good game once again doesn't get primetime billing, but that's only because they're East Coast and Dodgers are West Coast. So it makes sense. And and this should Is this the latest they've started a game though? 840? I think it might be. 
No, the Yankees twins started at eight forty. I was talking about this series. Oh, the Braves Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been yeah, all I like think one this o'clock. Is. This three is their prime start. time game. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. This was a pitcher's matchup from hell in game uh, three. Like, faulty outdueled Flaherty, who pitched pretty good. They both, what, had seven innings? They both went into the seventh with one or less earned runs, right? It was one nothing in the seventh inning last game, I believe. And then du- Duval clips, clips Flaherty pinch hitting um, for faulty. So... Yeah, and the faulty story's cool, man, and it, it, it came out a little more, but he, he got sent down this year. He was having a brutal year. His ERA was up to six three seven in June. He got sent down, and Fulty was really good last year. I think he had a two eight five ERA. He finished eighth in the Cy Young voting. Um, and then he comes back from a little minor league stint to get fixed. In his last 10 starts of the regular season, he had a 2.65 ERA. And then we saw him in the postseason at home. So this is like straight-up pitcher's duel. It's who's who's going to get on the board first and put the pressure on him. You think this will be a pitcher's duel? Like you think both go seven innings again? Because I, I don't know if they're going to be given the chance to, to mess up. I, I do. I do because I don't think – I think they are the better options than going to their bullpens in the sixth or fifth inning. That's true. Although both bullpens did pretty well besides Tehran last game. Yeah, St. Louis has more of a reason than Atlanta to believe in their bullpen. But, I mean, Fulte's going to be approaching triple digits on the gun. He already gave you the incredible start. I think if you're the Braves, I mean, I I think you want to go – you'd rather go down with Fulte than – some of the guys that could be coming out of that bullpen. Who got to him last time? Donaldson, <clears throat> Donaldson, and uh, and someone else combined. Donaldson and Duvall. That was in the seventh inning. Right in the first inning, I believe it was it was Albies and Donaldson that combined. So Donaldson yeah. is the guy he's got to watch out for. That's fun. Yeah. Trying to think if there's someone uh, that like that got owned by Fulty or whatever, and see if we if there's any changes that get made. Who do you think has to make the yeah, changes here? The batters or the hitters or both? The batters or the hitters or both? <laughs> like, is Fulty going to come uh, out if, with the same exact repertoire, same exact? Um, oh yeah, I mean Fulty. If you're Mike Fultonewitz, you're saying I I went to the minor leagues. I got fully fixed. I figured it out. I've been a stud since August, um, and I I threw one of the best games of the playoffs so far. You're you're not changing anything. If you're Flaherty, you're saying I made two mistakes: the the RBI single to Donaldson, and then the home run to Duvall. Other than that, I was perfect. And okay, I made those two mistakes. Now I will make zero mistakes. Harrison Bader went 0 for 3 with 3 Ks versus Fulte. You think he's got big changes to make? Start bunting more? Harry Bader. Dude, dude if, if you're one of the guys without an impact bat in this lineup, you're almost hoping that there's like a runner on second, <laughs> one out, so you can either create some havoc somehow. Um, yeah, there's going to be small ball. There's, I mean, there has to be. They have to. There's going to be small ball. You'd like you'd like to think that there's going to be a question of, um, you know, if if it is the fifth or sixth inning and Atlanta has two guys on base, one out, two outs, and Fulty's up. I mean, are they going to go to Adam Duvall? Are they going to go to someone? Um, I mean, that's that's where this game is going to get. Or, excuse me, that's where I think this game would get really interesting because both of these teams want Flaherty and Fulty out there basically as long as they can. But if there's a chance to drive in runs and that pitcher spot comes up, like I, it would be interesting to see. <laughs> I wonder if one of the managers would play a game of chicken of like, I don't know, walk in Dansby Swanson. So there's a runner on base for that pitcher spot in the fifth inning. Are you, are you gonna? <laughs> you just going to let Fulty get out? What are you going to do? Pinch hit Duvall early would be fun. 
It would be crazy, and I guess the other the the guy that we we've briefly mentioned a couple times in this series because we were kind of surprised by his role. How about Max Fried? Max Fried had those th- first three games, one inning appearances. He's a guy that's been solid for them. He's a guy that they could probably trust in some of those middle innings. Um, he came and then, he came out behind Fulty last time and threw some nasty curveballs to get some strikeouts. Yeah, I mean that Yacker's no joke. Um All right, who do you got? Who do you you have ooh. you have a rooting interest? Do you have a betting interest? Who do you want? Who do you think? I I I've liked the Baby Braves for a while. That's my only lean. Um You know, I Jack Flaherty, I think that dude's special. Um so if he can do something awesome today and like finish off the first chapter of his book like I'm I kind of support that too I'm rooting for the stars to be honest um I that what game was it the uh the old man game I was rooting for the old man I'm out on them I I don't I don't need McCann you know I I don't need anyone writing their last chapter I need one of these guys writing their first chapter I need an Acuna walk-off I need Flaherty being special. I want one of the young guys to like welcome themselves to the rest of Major League Baseball. I need I need the main action to take place in the bottom of the eighth, and then they close it out, or the bottom of the ninth. I just want to hear Atlanta and the chop going crazy late in the game. Okay, with a close game, um, home team would be fun. But whenever I watch these games, I just find myself rooting for whatever I think moment would be more of a like wow holy shit yeah it's it's who's ever whoever's been down for like an inning i end up rooting for that team you think there's any excess bat flipping throat slashing jersey wiping nonsense in this game i mean it's game five of a elimination on both sides i don't think you can really be preoccupied with that i would hope no player is i'm gonna say yes I, I think you've kind of got hotheads on both sides. You've got emotional guys on both sides. And kind of like what I was saying before, like, yeah, there's a couple vets out there, but there's this series has been intense. I wanna... The Yachty stuff got looked into. Um, even, dude, Paul Goldschmidt, um, I think it was the eighth inning of, of the game they came back on, or maybe it was the seventh, but he gets a high strike called him, and he just turns to the ump and gives him, like, like a fuck no or something like that. And it was like, Goldie, let's go, baby. I hope it's a throat slash off. Like I hope Acuna homers in the first. Now as he's rounding second, he's just cutting off heads. And then Yachty homers in the third. And as he's rounding second, he's just cutting off more heads. And they're just looking at each other, just throat slashing all game. Yeah, that one scene from 300. Yeah, no, I if, there was, if I could bet $5 to win 20, that Acuna goes yard and gives the throat slash, I would place that back. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, I don't want... No, I don't... Okay, well... I've taken the bet. It's The bet's been taken. You give me $5, if he hits a home run yeah. and throat slashes, I'll give you 20 back. Okay. Wow. It was great. Bad bet. Bad bet by who? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say about the umps. I don't think the umpires have transformed any game yet. There's been yeah, I mean, a, a knock handful on wood of... if you're with me. What's that? Knock on wood if you're with me, man. There's been a handful of bad calls, but that's, I mean, with 300 pitches a game, you're not going to get every close pitch correctly. Yeah, and that's that's the, the only call that does jump out. I think it was that inside cutter to Ozuna uh, in the ninth inning when they were rallying. That got called strike three. I think it was a 3-2 count. Um, I think what has been consistent was the um, in these games, if an umpire has a bigger zone, like, and and maybe this is where playoff baseball is better, is that the teams haven't been complaining. They just say, okay, that's the zone. Like, let th- those are the rules for today. Let's play baseball. Where in the regular season, you'd hear the, oh well, what's going on? Hey, oh, it's going on out there, man. What's going? Hey, what's going on out there? <laughs> That's in the deaf league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's not been a game where, like, I feel like everyone's like, he's been fucking up that call all game. Yeah. You know, there was another one. There was, like, an 0-1 pitch to 
someone on the Cardinals in game two, I believe. That was just not a strike. And so there's been a handful, yeah. but I don't think there's been like game changing bad home plate umpiring. No. And yeah, actually, I, I had a little chuckle to myself yesterday that we still have left field and right field umpires whose only job are to call fair foul balls. And like we have replay now. So, yeah. But do you remember the Astros Red Sox last year? Joe West was the right um, field line and he called it not home run. Are you talking about the home run? Yeah, the fan interference home run. Like that was. Yeah, I mean, that's fan interference. Still, pe- people could argue about that all day still. There's, I know. <laughs> there's still no solution. But the only that. reason it got called what it called is because Joe West called it that live. So like, yeah. they still have some power to fuck things up. Yeah. Joe West always has power. But it is funny that they're like riding the lines. It's like, just play it through and we'll replay it after. Yeah. Just no one trusts you. I think it's funny how close those umpires play to the they're like 10 they're like 10 yards deeper than the first and third base umpires but they get a better view, I guess. Yeah. That's what I I'd, I'd like to see a, a right fielder go for a foul ball and whack into the ump. I'm I'm here for that. 1996 World Series or 98 World Series. That happened with the Yankees, remember? The right fielder yeah. the Braves the ump got in the way. All three of them tried, and the ump was in the middle, and it dropped. That's on one of the Yankees World Series VHSs. That's what I'm rooting for. Yeah, that's just wild. We've got a fantastic pitcher's duel. If you think Fulty versus Flaherty's good, well, what do you think about Strasburg versus Bueller in a game five going to the Dodgers' home stadium? This one's fun. I mean, you've got the best postseason pitcher ever, Steven Strasburg. Four-game sample. And uh, asterisk four-game sample. Asterisk in whatever sample size fits the narrative that we wanted to say that, we found it. Yeah. Do a three-game. Oh, he's not the best ever. Do a five-game. Oh, he's not the best ever. Okay, in a four-game sample. <laughs> doesn't have five. Doesn't have five yet. He will tonight. See how it goes because he shut him down earlier. No one on the Dodgers has a home run off Strasburg. No one on the Nationals has a home run off Bueller. So there, one thing with the Game 5s we haven't talked yet with, and, I, and, and maybe this is a false narrative thing, or I, I kind of want your thoughts on it, because it's going to be bigger. These series, the, the two NL series we knew were going to come down, I, I, there's great baseball, two really good teams. In the AL, there's going to be a lot of pressure technically on Houston. Yes, they have Garrett Cole, but if Garrett Cole gives up a one uh, a solo shot in the first, the pressure on Houston is going to be insane. They're supposed to be the favorite for the World Series. They're facing Tampa at their home building. The pressure will be on Houston. In either of these games, do you feel like the home team has more pressure because it's at their house, or do you think it's just... Toss up both ways or what? All the pressures on the Dodgers. Okay. Top seeded team, best record. Everyone shoe in for the National League World Series spot. The Braves kind of climbed up to maybe the Braves can contend with the Dodgers if they lose to the Nats in the DS. I mean, like we said, they they get into the World Series what two times in a row, three times. What is it? Two times. Uh, and this run, this would be this would be their third, this would be their right? third, yeah. And they haven't won, and if they don't even make it to the CS, that's like an epic failure. Whereas the Nationals had their wild card comeback, they've had some great games. They didn't fully expect to be here. You know, many times they probably said this isn't the season. Dodgers have never said this isn't the season. So I I think all the pressure's on the Dodgers here. What about in the first game? Um, The Braves? I I think that's equal. I think it's... Okay. Yeah. I mean, you could say home team just because they're home, but I think that one's pretty spread equally. Two division division winners, two best pitchers on the mound. I'd say I think it's Braves by a nudge because of home field and because, like, Flaherty has been so dominant. Where like Fulty's been good of late, but Flaherty was 
had a historic second half. Like the cards, cards have everything out there. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And I, I think that's why I've, I've kind of been on the Nats. I think, um, this is exactly where they wanted to be. Um, Strasburg game, game seven, the pressure will be on LA. And if LA has to audible, it's, it's what Ryu or Kershaw coming out of their bullpen early. Yeah, I don't. I think Bueller's gonna be pretty good. Kid's got moxie. I'm a I'm a Strasburg over Bueller guy. I think you're a Bueller over Strasburg guy. Well, I think they're both good. Strasburg went six innings pitched, three hits, one earned run, ten strikeouts in game two. Yep. In game one, Walker Bueller went six innings pitched, one hit, zero earned runs, eight Ks, one hit, no runs. Yeah. I mean, for me, that was tough because they just flew across the country. They just survived the wild card, and that was L.A.'s first game of the playoffs. I mean, both guys are going to shove. Yeah. <laughs> both guys are going to absolutely shove. I'm, uh, I've, I've been saying it. Uh, there's no reason to turn back now. I think this is the end of the Dodgers. I think they've been to the playoffs for seven straight years. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight years. They were in the World Series the past two years, the the NLCS the year before that. Um, I just think Dave Roberts, uh, I don't think the Dodgers fans really believe in him. I, I think this is the fall of the Dodgers' pseudo-fake dynasty. Wow. Tough words. Yeah. I like counting one, two, three innings. I don't know why, but I do. Bueller, five of his six were one, two, three. Yeah, they had to be. And one hit. <laughs> and Strasburg four of his six. Bueller Bueller looked nasty. And you're right. There was like a we're coming off the wild card win. We flew cross country and welcome to Walker Bueller. Like that sucks. There's a little more preparation, a yeah. little more preparedness now. I think both teams will scratch and claw some runs against these guys. Where I think Cards Braves might go six innings. Zero earned runs, both sides. I think the the Braves and the Nationals may be able to scratch and claw, and I think the better pitchers are in the bra- era with Dodgers. I just think this game is more – the Dodgers have so much more pressure on them. Are we bearing the lead? What do you, what's the lead? We believe in all four starting pitchers, right? Yeah. Who don't we believe in? Every team's bullpen. <laughs> The Nationals can piece something together if they go Scherzer, Doolittle, Hudson. Like, that's not... Strasburg. What's that? No, Scherzer, out of the pen. Oh. Oh, really? I don't know if they do that. I mean, he's not... It might be a throw day. If he's... I think think he said his arm was tired, and after seeing... seeing Verlander yesterday. It's not a throw day. I think tomorrow. Oh, be because there was day. another off day for the yeah. wild card today. Okay. Well then, well then the Nationals, their pitching path to victory has to be just Doolittle and Hudson at the back. They can't throw anyone yeah. else. I think they. I could see them using Corbin as a lefty specialist, like just trying to get Bellinger out for one at bat. But you can't push him any further than that. Yeah. I mean, with the Dodgers, we we kind of trust Kolarek versus <laughs> versus. Uh, yeah, excited for the Kolarek Soto at bat tonight. Um, and then, uh, I mean, I don't know who else. Who else coming out for the Dodgers? I mean, we we haven't seen like Kenley Jansen with a one run lead yet. Um, That's scary. They don't want to see that. Right. And think about that. That's their closer. Like if, 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 if it's the ninth inning, that's what a team should want to see. And I don't think Dodger fans do. Um, Julio, your eyes has 3.2 innings pitched and Kenta made as 3.2 innings pitched. Those are the most, those are the most used relievers in this series. And then Dustin may. Yeah. And may, may had two innings. I think one hit two K's his in the last game. I mean, it's going to be all hands on deck. Uh, I think maybe the difference here is when the Dodgers go to the bullpen, they can still have a quick hook. Because right now the difference between Arias, Maeda, Joe Kelly, Dustin May, I mean, there's only so much difference, right? For 
Washington, <laughs> they got a couple dudes, and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, Washington, you cannot throw Hunter Strickland. You cannot throw Tanner Rainey. No. You cannot throw Fernando Rodney. You have Scherzer, Doolittle, Hudson. I mean, they'd go Anibal out of the pen before they go Strickland oh, or Rodney. Oh, yeah, I think Anibal could be used. Yeah. Anibal could be used today. Okay. So that's that's an option for them at least. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh I I'm drinking the natitude, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid. You're in on the Nats, you're in on the Braves. East Coast bias, baby. I think the Dodgers come through cuz if cuz I cuz I just it's just riding chalk and it's just if they don't that's terrible. It's the end. If they don't, I'm not trying. This is a genuine question, not a hot take. Right. Does the front, does the top brass think about moving on from Roberts or whoever makes the strategical decision? Roberts is fired within 48 hours if they don't win this game. You think so? Something just has to change about the way they do postseason. Think of all the pitching and talent they've had, whether this year or the past three, five years. I mean, we're talking about, like, revolutionary, game-changing guys. Kershaw. Now we're on to Walker Bueller. Um, Ryu could have won the Cy Young this year. Um, I, I don't know, man. Bellinger might still win the MVP. And, yeah, Roberts is the thing that stays the same. And when, when have we ever been like, Dave Roberts? Never. No, it's true. It's true. All right, well, we did the bullpens for those. Let's go back to Braves, Cardinals, and do the bullpens there. Because <laughs> that's a, the Braves, it's sad. You go, go Max Freed. Freed. A lot of eggs in the Max Freed basket. Yeah, I mean, Shane Green. You don't. And I've, I've liked Shane Green. I mean, at least Shane Green's closed games, and he's looked solid this series. Melanson, he had a, a good outing in game two. I can believe in Mark Melanson with a two-run lead. <laughs> I can't with a one. <laughs> well, what's he done so far? He In the first game, he sucked. In the next two, he's got a clean inning. <sighs> Not really. In, in yeah, his, clean's loosely used. Yeah, no, no, I'm wrong. In, in the second, in his, he's got the save in games two and three, but he gave up two hits in game two and one hit in game three. Not Kind of scary. Uh, Shane Green, Luke Jackson. I don't think they want to use him. O'Day, maybe for like a batter. That's all. And then the Cardinals, yeah. they're not as bad, man. They, they. I mean, Martinez in a close game, you don't fucking. I mean, I, I don't even know if that's an option. You might have to go to another starter or something. Do you think they can throw yeah, him out there in the ninth and, inning? And Jimmy, I, I feel like this is what we're missing right now. Like what? What other of the starting pitchers are going to be available? Can Wainwright come out for the Cardinals and close? Just throw a couple um, curveballs and figure it out. I mean, why not? Michaelis right? came out of the pen um, yesterday. Michaelis, yep. You do not want to um, give. I, I mean, he's their closer, but I wouldn't want to give him the ball with the game on the line. No. Soroka, you wonder if he's available for the Braves? Um,. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Soroka and Wainwright. Um, and like we said for the second game, the Soto Kolarek at bat, get excited for the the Freddie Freeman Andrew Miller at bat. Andrew Miller won last time easily. It was boring. Dude, Carlos Martinez, 1.1 inning pitch, two hits, three earned runs in game one. One inning pitch, three hits, three earned runs in game two. And then yesterday he had a clean inning. Or he had one hit, but uh, he's been bad and a little preoccupied. I actually kind of, I don't like him that much. Right. Which I think is fine. I think even Cardinals fans would, be, would have to admit deep down in their heart, like, we understand why opposing players wouldn't like him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, with, yeah, I absolutely, think they've been trying to get rid of him forever. Well, anyway, they, uh, I'd like well, to see I mean, him blow he, it. That would be awesome. He would be. He would be a. Wreck. I'm now rooting for bottom end of the game, Braves in a tied game or down one. 
Martinez trying to close it out, runners on base, and the chop going fucking crazy. Give me that situation. Okay. Give, give me the same situation with Wainwright, because I just think that's a toss-up. Okay, cool. Like, I think if Martinez comes out, we know how that situation ends. If Wainwright comes out, I mean, that's fucking badass. Yeah. Cool. All right, we got anything you want? The chat's been talking. Uh, let's see. Jared agrees with you. Fall of the faux dynasty. Just saying. The fact the fact they have nothing to show right now. Andrew says Soroka could maybe go out of the pen for the Braves. Both Braves yeah. losses were on when where Keiko was the starter. You guys think that means anything? Not really. I don't think like they're on Keiko. Not really. This series has been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have someone in here talking out his butt, saying if the Yankees want to win, Judge better start producing, as if he wasn't the best player on the field in the DS. Sure. I mean, what are his stats? They always know how to provoke you. Two, I think, well, I think he's being honest. I think he's trying to provoke. Two, four, six, seven. Judge got on base seven times in three games. He had a 538 on base percentage. <laughs> Time to step up, Judge. Do more. Three diving catches. Any talk about Hicks? Uh, that's pretty Yankee-centric. We'll save that for talking that's, Yanks. That's championship series stuff. Yeah, wow, yeah. Yankees have, have moved on. All right, two game fives today. Should be exciting. I hope they're both great games. At least for the first four innings, they're going to be really intense. One might get carried away, but if they're within three... Down to the end, that's going to be really, really fun baseball. Good for MLB to get three game fives. Yeah, I got to be happy. All right, Jake, any uh, final closing thoughts? Be decided because of good players, not bad players. Oh, wow. You don't want Bader to hit three home runs. He's a good player. Hello. Bye. <laughs>